couple bits of business like usual at the beginning. First of all, today is the memorial of Pontian and Hippolytus. Pontian was a pope, Hippolytus was a priest. They were both martyred around the 300s. Hippolytus is very important to us because he recorded a lot of what the church was doing in his lifetime. And so we know how the mass was being celebrated. We know the rites of ordination and things from that time period. And it has been an incredibly important document for us understanding the early theology of the church. So we are grateful for that. But today we're going to be looking more at our first reading, which is from Ezekiel. If you remember, we're seeing six prophets this summer. We've been traveling with them, and we've hit number six today, the prophet Ezekiel, one of the most wild books of the Bible. Ezekiel has wild visions. He does a lot of unusual prophetic actions, things that are very unusual in his behavior that he says God has told him to do to teach the people. He is a priest. He is from a privileged background. And he was one of the first guys shipped off to Babylon during the exile. And so he was already there as all the other people were kicked out of the city of Jerusalem and really was the person assigned by God to try to make sense of what was happening. And so we'll be spending some time with him in the next two weeks. Um, very wild stuff. The pornographic chapter, though, is being shared on Friday. And we don't have mass here, so if you want to hear that, you're going to have to go somewhere else. But many very powerful passages that have influenced our liturgy. Also, he is called the father of Judaism. That His understandings have been that important. Uh, even if you study your gospel a lot, that might be one of the stories you don't remember about uh, the tax. What I'd like to say about that story is don't try to read too much into it to um, find Jesus' teaching on whether we should be paying taxes to our government. Uh, the circumstances are so different from what's related to our tax code today. All Jews paid the half-shekel tax for the upkeep of the temple. And the argument here is, well, if princes were exempt from paying the government tax, well, then Jesus is the son of God. Wouldn't he be exempt from paying the temple tax? And his disciples, too. And, well, the answer seems to be yes, but he doesn't want to cause a scandal, so he does what none of us can do, which is just find extra money lying around to get out of using his own money, but still paying. The other thing to keep in mind is by the time this was written by Matthew, and this appears nowhere else, the temple had been destroyed. The Romans, though, collected this same tax to be used to maintain a shrine to the god Jupiter. And so that just adds a whole other dimension. And why Matthew is writing it maybe not worth a whole lot of exploration on our time today. So let us turn instead to Ezekiel and this description of the glory or the kavod of God. Kavod is a word that is still used in Hebrew today. If you go to Tel Aviv and they say somebody has kavod, it means they're a little on the heavy side. But the glory, the impressiveness of God, and what a vision we have in this reading today 
of God coming with these winged angels with the four faces. It's absolutely fantastically vivid. And it influences our understanding of a number of things. We talk about those four faces of the angels being the four Gospels, and each of them represent one of them. That is what we've come to say. Not necessarily saying that Ezekiel saw that himself. But Ezekiel, this vivid book and this vivid beginning, and this glory of the Lord actually is like a main character in Ezekiel's Bible. He will later see the glory get up and leave the temple. And it goes off to another land. And at the end of the book of Ezekiel, he sees the glory return to the temple and spends the last eight chapters talking about the promise and the hope. Why is this book of Ezekiel so fantastic, so weird, so striking? Well, Ezekiel is the primary witness to the greatest tragedy that happened to the nation of Israel the exile, the complete destruction of the nation. And he is primarily responsible for interpreting what this means to us. And these graphic descriptions of tragedy in the first half of Ezekiel make way for some truly beautiful depictions of the hope that we have in our Lord and the peace that we can expect.